0: Hey there, welcome to Bound Together. We are two friends and two self-published authors who took different paths in life but kept in touch and kept on writing. My name is Sarah Gray and I chose a corporate career while Laura Catherine went full-on family. This is all about how we approach writing in our two different worlds, the struggles, the positives, and how we keep the writing flames alive.
1: Hi, Sarah.
0: Hi.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You lost all the energy in the second recording. You're like, yep yeah it was just one. so
0: busy they can absolutely nail that just <laughs> nailed that no other thoughts in my head <laughs> you're like i'm done now i've said my intro <laughs> don't
1: yeah, have to pay much. attention anymore <laughs> it's all you buddy <laughs> well thank you for introducing apparently now that what is my show <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm just a- no that's fine i'm I'm totally here. I'm totally here and ready to talk about what I now know is your favorite topic, tropes.
1: Tropes. Tropes are awesome. Today we're talking about tropes. Um, I think we should start off with what is a trope. So, Sarah,
0: can you tell me what a trope? So, is? just from the top of my head, just from the top of my head, so I would say, yeah. A trope in literary terms is a plot device or character. <laughs> character attribute that is used so commonly in the genre that it's seen as commonplace or conventional for example a trope in superhero stories is a villain who wants to take over the world
1: wow that's amazing for just off the top of your head
0: just off the top of my head wow, I so well
1: that. thought out
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um yeah so tropes are basically the way i think about them is they're kind of the opposite of cliches almost like cliches are things that happen in books or any media that you don't want to happen. Like they happen so often you're sick of them. Like you're like, I don't want a cliched thing, but tropes the opposite. Tropes are things that happen in media and books and stuff a lot, but people want them. People expect these things to happen because they love them so much.
0: So we're going to talk about some tropes that we love. From books yeah you can have tropes that you hate because obviously and everything's hate. subjective <laughs> yes. so you could probably have cliches that you love
1: yes and I guess a lot of, a lot of tropes come down to I guess the genre in which you like as well like there'll be some things yeah. that you'll hate because they're a romance trope and you're not into romance novels and yeah and things like that so yeah do you want to start
0: sure favorite do you want to know what my favorite one is
1: I don't yes I do want to know I think in my head I'm like I didn't pick like a favorite favorite I just picked like a list of ones I liked
0: (laughs) well I I went like top three Mm. that I like reading and writing about and I only got two so and then I have a list of disliked ones (laughs) (laughs) any list Um, of disliked ones I didn't even think about it You love tropes so much that you didn't even consider that there were tropes that people (laughs) wouldn't like. I'll test out the tropes that I don't like on you and see what you think about them. I like that. But my absolute top number one, I love reading it, I love writing it, comes up in my work a lot, is found family. Yeah. Which is this is in my top as well. Phenomenon. Yeah. Where a group of people um, come to love each other like family, even though they aren't biologically related. Yes found family
1: is the best story because it's just so it's so character driven and it lets you see like the yeah. character's personality shine when they're together and like see how they interact with each other oh I love it I love
0: it yeah and I think you get a bunch of different characters coming together that are not similar so they have lots of tension or mm-hmm. um issues to sort of work through and they usually, don't come together straight away. They are forced together or have to work together and they sort of grow into their sort of found family state where they do actually like each other and support each other and yeah. and whatnot. And I think it's really interesting to get a bunch of really different people together and um it's a good it's a good writing a challenge to see yeah. how they opposing how they views
1: work. on things and like yeah. they're just the opposites trauma so they're yeah like definitely not going to get along but by the end of the book they'll like kill for each other kind of thing and i think like a yeah. great example of that is just like books with like heists and stuff in it where the, a team has to be created
0: like you think like six of, you crows? of six of crows yeah no, i'm
1: thinking of six of crows yeah where um, you've got also
0: i'd say a really good example is arcadium this book by sarah gray where oh,
1: really?
0: um Tell me more. That's all you get on that one. But Six of Crows, definitely. Like heists, journeys, like. um... Yeah. Lord of the Rings, gathering the fellowship, all those kind of things. A team
1: coming together that become family. I just, it's such a good trope. That's definitely one of my top ones as well. Yeah. One of the ones I love is Enemies to Lovers. I I love writing it. I love reading it. Not necessarily like the villain and the hero fall in love, but just like a- an antagonistic person yeah. in that person's yeah. life, who like whether it's like you know someone at the- their school who hates them or whatever, and they start off hating each other, and as they slowly have to be forced to like get to know each other, they fall in yeah. love and they realize they have like stuff in
0: common, like. Hermione and Draco fan fiction
1: <laughs> yeah I went when I was thinking of it I was like oh yeah it's like you know if Draco Malfoy and I was like that none of that yeah. actually happened in the, the real <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> I did exactly the same thing um
1: yeah enemies to lovers is, is one of my favorite yeah.
0: Next to you know what another I was thinking about that one and, and where I put it in my favorite or not favorite but I also really like enemies to best friends, which mm-hmm. I think kind of fits into the found family thing. Yeah. As well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. People that don't like each other that grow to like each other. It's just fascinating. Yeah.
1: I also like the opposite. Like friends to enemies as well is also really interesting. It's like two people who grew up together and then something happens and they've got opposing views on it and then it just like completely ruins their friendship and watching it like disintegrate around them after being so
0: close is also really cool. Yeah, that's brutal. I suppose that's kind of how you create villains as well a lot of the time. Yeah, that's true. A lot of villains (laughs) were good people who went bad. (laughs) Mm, Yeah what was your second favorite? My second one was mentor or tutor. So like you've got someone who is mentoring a person that's new to it. Um, Like somebody's just found out that they uh, can use magic hmm. and they're terrible at it. And then there's this um, other character who is really good at it that's I don't know, been shunned from society or whatever and they come together and they're yes. going to teach that young person how to use their powers and that ties that's into your found family,
1: family.
0: again <laughs> yeah yeah yes it does you know, It
1: comes back to found family
0: <laughs> my fave it's my fave yep. yeah anywhere like where that. another character has to um or takes on a teaching mentorship kind of role for someone else yeah Oh, that's
1: I good. I love it. That's a good one. I like that. One of my... What else have you got? I've got... So what else have I got on my list? I had found family as well. Enemies to lovers. Friends to lovers. Friends to enemies. Friends to lovers also, again, just, you know, people who are friends and then they start to get closer because something happens and they realize that they're in love with each other.
0: Just love, I think. <laughs>
1: yeah, just love. I, I also... I really like stories where the... Um, well, I guess this only applies to uh, heterose- heterocentric, oh, my God, hetero relationships, but where the guy mm-hmm. falls first. Also mm-hmm. lovely. Also love me a lot of queer relationships yeah. in books. I like writing queer relationships in books as well. Um, One of my favorite tropes is the one bed trope, which I told you about when we first were talking about this, and you're like, what is the one bed trope?
0: Yeah, and yeah
1: so it's basically
0: yeah i feel like one bed trope falls onto my slightly disliked really
1: one bed trope is awesome it's like when two characters who have to the example is like they they have to stop at a hotel room and there's only one bed and so they have to share a room and it's like a whole tension of like what's gonna happen is something gonna happen is nothing gonna happen will they won't they yeah
0: Who's it's gonna so sleep weird. on the floor? Who's gonna <laughs> the take the bed? Yeah, it's exactly. The, bed.
1: the tension mm-hmm. in that is
0: beautiful. Love it. I remember when you told me about that, and I just hadn't, I hadn't realized that that was a trope. So basically, I've been watching and reading all these stories that probably has that in it,
1: mm.
0: not realizing. Be like, why is there only one bed? There's all. You could definitely get a room with two beds. This is ridiculous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. Um I had just like quests and heists in general like books with heists yeah. in them so good so good planning yeah. the heist executing the heist the heist failing and then like everything going to chaos such a good trope such a good trope Yeah those were like my path. top ones and then I also have a list of just other stuff I've collected but do you want to talk about the
0: ones you hate <laughs> I want to see if I hate them I I heck and do So number 1 that I hate insta love Yep when people, when two characters, and usually it happens a lot in young adult, yeah, young adult fiction. Yeah, for some reason, two people will just instantly fall head over heels in love, unreasonably, with someone they've never met before and don't know anything about. Yeah. And there's no, I think the thing is, is that they don't know each other, so there's no reason for them to fall in love it's, with each other. Yeah, it, it
1: would be you purely could potentially a have a crush thing. on someone.
0: That looks cute. That's a hot person. I'm now in love with them. Yeah. So when they start making like major life choices, like um based on Insta love. (laughs) Yeah. It's a very rocky foundation, but it's just, yeah, it's just not backed up by anything. It doesn't make any sense. It's just a bit weak. Um, but it definitely happens a lot. I agree with that one. I don't Not in my books though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. I feel like the young adult books of the 2000s, mid, late, late 2000s. Yeah. You probably got a couple of good examples in there, but I mean also some great writing (laughs) as well around the insta-love. Anyway, my second one that I dislike, let's see how you feel about this one, Love Triangle.
1: I was. I knew that was what you were going to say next. In my head I'm like, she's going to say Love Triangles. I know she's going to say Love Triangles.
0: It sounds like a dislove. Dislove? dislike love <laughs> you just, want just don't everyone like, to be friends you want love. no
1: romance whatsoever
0: <laughs> love no i think i feel with love triangle i mean obviously it's been done over and over again but you can usually tell who they're going to end up with anyway yeah so i don't like
1: it i agree i think there is i
0: also someone you... gets left out and then that's sad. I know, but so that's you've, also got, a like, you've got like a love story life. and they're also it's like somebody else is also grieving while these other people you're trying to be happy for these other people. This that's other person's life. absolutely had their heart broken. I think there was by an some... inconsistent, like indecisive character who couldn't work out which one she wanted or whether she wanted them both. And it's usually a she because I don't think I've read I don't read a lot of books that have male protagonists in them, actually, that have insta-love.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of YA is. Oh, sorry, that have love triangles. Yeah, a lot of YA is female protagonists. I think they're, oh, love triangles like can triangle? be done well. And yeah. I think they I do find them interesting. I wouldn't say they're my favourite thing ever. I don't hate them, though. But I understand I it. But I also get,
0: like... But I could also like, have my mind changed, so... In, different,
1: in lots of different ways, and sometimes you're attracted to two people potentially, and... <laughs> It's hard to choose.
0: Yeah. No, it could definitely happen. I just don't want to read it. I just don't want to hear about it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. I don't want your drama. (laughs) I suppose Twilight, Edward and.
1: Yeah, Edward and Bella and.
0: um, Jacob.
1: Jacob. Yep, that was a love triangle. Super famous love triangle. Yeah, I think Um, the problem with love triangles is a lot of the time it's like they'll make it seem like they're so in love with both people and then there'll be some sort of deus ex machina thing that will happen so that they can only be with one person. Like with the example of Twilight is like Japheth ended up like bonding with her daughter instead. So that was like, oh, "Oh, I'm not actually in love with you. I'm in love with your daughter.
0: So weird.
1: So it was like an an easy out to be like, oh, he's not going to be heartbroken, guys, because he's actually got
0: his own soulmate out there. Yeah. No, that was not done well. Whatever <laughs> trope that is, imprinting <laughs> on children. No, that's not a trope I like.
1: Oh my god, I thought about Twilight and ages, and it's all coming back to me now.
0: <laughs> is vampires a trope because I like them?
1: Yeah, vampires are great. I want, I yeah. want vampires to come back so badly. I have a vampire story, I've been like idea, I've been working on.
0: Me too. And I want
1: vampires to come back because they were like vampires were like peak stuff when you and I first published ten years ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I um, I think witches are quite big at the moment.
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot of witchy kind of stuff. Like, hence, I am writing a witch book at the moment as well, just by happenstance. My fairy tale That's one. Amazing.
0: Zombies, I think, are out. Yeah, Angels zombies, I I think really are were really
1: big 10 years ago as well when we were writing. But they're really good still, and you should totally read Arcadium. It's a really yeah. good
0: book. Absolutely. I second that <laughs> in a non biased way. Yeah. What else do you um, hate? I'm I've got a list of things that I'm not sure about, so I'm gonna read them out and I'm gonna All decide right. on the spot. and so are you. uh the chosen one I like it this this character is the only one that can save the world. I like
1: it if it makes sense due to a
0: prophecy, special powers, yeah, something like that.
1: There are often books that are like chosen one, but it's like, are they really? Like could anyone could have really done yeah. this thing.
0: It's <laughs> a really good point. I think I'm yeah, I'm 50-50 on this one. It can be done well. It can also be done very poorly. Yes. I think sometimes I think I'm more on the, the happy good side of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes with the chosen one, especially in YA, I find it a bit of a struggle when a normal perfectly normal character who is a teenager suddenly is the chosen one and must lead an army (laughs) with having no army experience no leadership experience they probably haven't even moved out of home yet and they're expected to like lead an entire army into battle and succeed against some incredibly dark forces which the adults just couldn't possibly work out how to do like that's the, like even just if that person the has powers the YA genre. <laughs> yeah <laughs> even if that person has powers they couldn't give the adults couldn't give that person some kind of <laughs> wraparound support or like a manual of like you know here's like, all the stuff you haven't learned about life people
1: love that i literally follow so many people on tiktok who like who parody this stuff and it's like hi I'm I'm what they use like YN I'm like hi I'm YN yes. and I I you know I don't wear makeup and I'm the prettiest person here and I'm not interested in boys because I like reading books
0: yeah <laughs> and I'm so clumsy I just fall all over myself
1: yeah it's like oh what I've got to learn how to sword fight in like five days not a problem yes. for me
0: because I'm the chosen one <laughs> Yeah. They're yeah, so and funny. it's like those unrealistic timelines like like physically fighting. Yeah. Actually quite hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point of YA is like you you forget these those things
1: are a thing and you enjoy the story. <laughs> that yeah. is the YA truth. I mean
0: I mean I think like you can look at Harry Potter and that's obviously a chosen one situation that's yeah. done pretty well. Yes. Probably because he had to struggle a little bit there. I think it's when there's potentially not enough struggle and somebody is actually leading an army when they Mm. are 17 and have no experience (laughs) and potentially just tripped over their feet and you're like why would you give that person that much power just (laughs) just make them an advisor or something or a co-owner of the army (laughs) i don't know okay my other one um what what else have i got on my list orphan parents have died or left them that I, happens a lot in YA. I, know, I think I'm
1: indifferent to it. Like that's just that's just the thing that happens in YA. No one has parents when you're in a YA book. Everyone's dead. Yeah, to I was you. gonna say.
0: <laughs> if you've got parents in a YA. No, you don't. Cut them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you start off a book with parents in the YA series, they'll be dead very soon.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, hey. They're, they're just a plot device to yeah. traumatize that. <laughs> person into becoming the chosen one essentially who may then go on to have insta love and a love triangle yes
1: i agree but hopefully with they have things. a mentor but like it's just what has to happen i like it it's fine
0: Well, oh, i do have enemies to lovers on this list i also have reluctant hero
1: i think all heroes need to be reluctant
0: like not all. they're supposed to be to a point Eh.
1: yeah like that's how they come about to needing change like it's almost it's like a point in the plot where the character is given the choice of whether to continue mm. on their life as it was or <clears throat> or take up the challenge of whatever it is they need to accomplish so they like mm-hmm. they need to be reluctant in some form even if it's for a moment just to be like i'm not sure if i want to do this i think it's necessary for the story yeah so i like it <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you got, got bodyguard
0: protector it. on here? You've got what? Bodyguard protector. Yeah. Where, like, uh, yep, somebody is closely guarded and.
1: And then it turns. Into that is how romance. they mate. <laughs> into a romance.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I can't I see guess, that going any other way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's kind like, of what
1: mine is about. Like, Jin is about a friendship. Will, like, protecting Kyra. And yep. them falling in love with each other, so I'm pro that. <laughs> yeah,
0: you've got a yeah bodyguard protector trope, right? rich I've versus got...
1: poor. Hmm? Yeah, mm. I think that's just going to be an everything. I don't dislike it or or like it. It's just a thing that happens. I've got um grumpy sunshine. What is that? Grumpy Sunshine is, like, two characters who, like, one of them is a grumpy person one of them is super happy and they're, like, they have a relationship yeah. together, which is just, it, I guess, or it's, a it's friendship, like, I suppose.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, like, found, found family of, like, opposites who attract, basically. Um, yeah. I've got Academic Rivals is a big thing, which is, I guess, like,
0: I like if you fanfic for, like, like
1: Reiko and Hermione. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> let's go back to Harry Potter. Yep. Or Draco and Harry. And yeah. yeah, two people at school who are opposed to each other and end up falling for each other. Yeah. Which I think it's, I love it. It's great. Um, One of the tropes I have is a, the situation where the hero goes to the, the villain's door and says, I didn't know where else to go. Uh, <laughs> I
0: like it. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I love Better it. Better than one bed. It's better than going, oh, there's only one bed. Oh, now our relationship will flourish. Well, that's when the villain because... lets the
1: hero in and says, oh, I've only got one bed, hero. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, oh, my gosh, we should write, we should write, this is a story that we should write. <laughs> um, Forbidden love slash star-crossed lovers. Ooh,
1: well, I like forbidden love again. I like it. in Kyra, forbidden love. Yeah. Forbidden love's great. Yeah. Having to sneak around and, like, defy people to be together. Who doesn't love that? Um, What else have I got? Um, When characters lock eyes across a room and hold each other's gaze. Or also forced dancing together. You know, like in ball scenes. I love forced have- dancing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Forced well, dancing's great. Well, like, every say- everything
1: should have a dance scene in it
0: yeah I say I do say that writing trying to write a dance scene is so hard though yeah but,
1: definitely more visual media but like just two characters who are like forced to like hold each other and around the waist and stuff and they're just chatting to each other while they dance and then they lock eyes with each other and yeah it's like
0: the first time they've had
1: to like actually to touch each, each other and and it,
0: yeah
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> lovely I love it um what else is on here um so one character getting another character their favorite food just to comfort them because they know it's their favorite.
0: These are really detailed. <laughs> I don't. I'd, I'd put that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I like the da- <laughs> That's very detailed. I, I like that.
1: <laughs> a lot of them got more detailed as I went on. Oh, another one which happens a lot in, I guess it's more also a visual thing, characters who are, who I guess, aren't together but their fingertips are always touching and I think this is very much like a Bridgerton um
0: that kind of
1: era of stuff where like you you you're not allowed to be with people because like you're not allowed to kiss and stuff but so there's just like fingertips touching just yeah like yeah I know
0: what you're talking about yeah well like in in Lockwood and Co on Netflix they're always like touching fingertips
1: yes you're handing someone something and then your hands brush each other as you're you're passing it over and there's like a "ooh, we're touching
0: yeah
1: (laughs) I like that um having like a fight before passionately kissing like when characters are like in like an argument about something and then they realize they're arguing because they like each other and then they just kiss (laughs)
0: Yeah, I put that in my no pile, But <laughs> just because I'm really picky, but I do understand, yeah, I do understand why people like it.
1: Uh, the quiet character, the quiet, like, timid character whose love interest gets hurt and then they lose their shit and they, like, become super violent
0: to protect the one they love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't like that one? I'm thinking it no I'm thinking about it I'm th- I, because there's a lot to process in there specifically the quiet yeah
1: I like, think so like I would say I'm like a like quiet an example would be like um uh Kaz from Six of Crows seeing Inez hurt and losing his yep. shit and losing just like mind. killing everyone because the person that he loves has been injured
0: mm mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when you bring Kaz into the conversation, yeah.
1: <laughs> Anytime I bring Kaz into the conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, what else, what else is there? Um, I've got, what do I not like? Miscommunication. I hate miscommunication in any story. Yes,
1: because in real life, like, you would just tell people stuff. Yeah, because a lot like of the time you- it's
0: just, like, have the conversation. Like, two people would just have this conversation. If one conversation would solve everything, mm. it's not enough. If like, it's passing not enough on- miscommunication. Passing I think you can do... Yeah, like you
1: learn something like you're you're in a cave with a bunch of people and you discover like oh there's a booby trap here and for some reason the character says nothing and then the booby trap is sprung and it's like you could have literally just been like hey guys there's a booby trap up ahead
0: yeah i think there's there's some circumstances like if you've got a language barrier or something like that where it would work but Mm
1: -hmm. yeah no cheap
0: miscommunication thanks yes that's true
1: yeah, when people are having like an argument over something, and it's like if one of you had just said something, and in real life you probably would have just said something.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's it's when they maybe if they don't realize that's what they think slash feel, and they're slowly getting there. But just anything where there's where well, you could just say a couple of words and fix everything. Mm. I don't I don't want to know. Just that. saying that's sorry. Not- <laughs> Yeah, I like my characters to be, like, good communicators in some yeah. way. They can still be traumatized and whatnot, <laughs> but.
1: I've got, um, what, uh, character A is used to having people falling all over them, but character B doesn't care, couldn't care less. Which is, yeah. like, popular boy where that everyone's in love with, but the main girl's like, oh, no, I'm not interested in him and his good looks until later.
0: Yeah. And, and then, then he, he finds that super off.
1: attractive that she's not into him. <laughs> or they're not into them. Yeah. I think it's like a love hate. I think I like I think I, I like it when I read it, but thinking about it too much, I'm like, mmm. Yeah. What about
0: makeover or a glow up?
1: That's a big YA thing of the like yeah. the plain pretty girl. It's like and- a
0: film thing, isn't it? Because yeah. really.
1: Yeah, where they go in and they, someone comes in and does all their makeup for the very first time and puts them in a very pretty dress and all of a sudden they are the most beautiful. Put on a ball outfit. gown, it's their
0: first ball. Yeah. Wow. They're amazing. Even though they looked like that before. Yeah. It's one of those things like that it. you just forgive for it. I don't mind it. it. I like it. <laughs> I also obviously like any underdog trope.
1: Yeah, underdog tropes are good. With the the makeup one, I guess I like it as long as the love interest isn't, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, now I'm in love with you because I've seen you in the pretty dress. Just because
0: of looks. Yeah, Yeah,
1: like, it should be, like, I already liked you, and, like, wow, you look
0: amazing, but I
1: already liked you before this.
0: Yeah. Like those those 90s um, movies, I think, is it She's All That? The one where she's, like, she basically takes – she has – glasses like thick rimmed glasses and yeah. i think she's got like painters over princess or something on. no no no. um she's all there and they did a remake with a guy oh um, i've where seen it's that basically yeah yeah, no. yeah like where where the popular kid um tries to give the unpopular kid a glow up and yeah They end up falling for each other, but she basically like takes her glasses off and changes clothes and they're like, wow, oh my God. And he sees her in a completely different light. And it's like, you've just been hanging out with this woman for quite some time. And I don't feel like like this is what you should base your love on, sir.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. Uh, What else is on my list? Um, Corruption arcs. Where someone just slowly becomes more and more evil. <laughs> like just stuff keeps yeah. happening and then you can just see the down the downward spiral.
0: I like it, yeah, when it's a really slow burn one, where you just don't I feel like they could be a really good character to start with. Mm. And then they have a descent. I don't know if you've seen um Oh, now I can't even think of it. And oh no um there's a there's a football show it's like ted something
1: oh ted lasso yeah
0: yeah yeah. where um one of his group uh has a slow descent into corruption and you're Mm. like sorry spoiler alert everybody i thought that was done so well i love it i love especially i love a corruption arc
1: for a character who's so like who they're someone's they're in love with someone And it's like, they'll do anything for this, like, to protect this person. And what they're doing just becomes
0: more and more twisted. And it's just like, you (laughs) know,
1: you're doing the right thing now. Right
0: intention, wrong actions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's so many good ones. Yeah. I think that might be. I can see why you like tropes. They're so good.
1: Uh, Found family is the best. Found Family, Enemies to Lovers would probably be my two favorite ones. Yep. And it's like it's just like in a lot of stuff. Like that is most of the YA books (laughs) is Found Family and Enemies to Lovers or Friends to Lovers. They're so good. I think that's everything my list. Tropes are awesome. And like I've been collecting a list of them. Just of ones that I love that I want to include in a book because it's just nice to be writing something and look at the list and be like oh that's a really cool trope I want to include like this little scene between like yep. two characters
0: like you know the the forced dance scene I want to put one of those yeah in what book. um do you have any books that have the one bed uh, trope in it please write one in, in- just for me <laughs> just for my benefit in my hearted book there's kind of a one beddy situation yes <laughs>
1: No spoilers, oh. but yeah, there's a there's a situation where it's two characters uh are stuck together in a one bed situation.
0: Yeah, how will they ever work this out? What's gonna happen? Will they, won't they? Ooh, intrigue. You can just go down to reception and ask for another one, number <laughs> one.
1: It doesn't have to be an actual hotel room. The idea is just like if that's not
0: available, characters who have to like be in the same space together. Yeah. Also, I suppose like realistically, if you put two adults in a decent sized bed, like it's we exist in this like quite close to other people as well. Anyway, it just mm. happens to be that they're sleeping, so yeah. it could be sitting next to them. It's no different. <laughs> I
1: think I'm bringing you around to it slowly. It's good. I'm going to have to find Maybe. examples of it for you. I don't think so. I'm pretty stubborn, but yeah. <laughs> um, so that was uh, talking about tropes. Um, let us know what kind of tropes you like in your books. We obviously focused a lot on like YA romance kind of ones because that's what we're into. Or not into. Zero <laughs> who hates romance. Yes. Apparently. Let us know what your... No, thoughts like are. Let us know of some other ones. I'm always looking for more and different tropes to add to my list.
0: We and very see... de- detailed ones. Yeah, very detailed ones. <laughs> it's very specific scenarios. Yeah, I'm going to send some, some to you now. In. I'm going to think of them and then send them to you. <laughs> um,
1: thank you for listening to another episode of Bound Together. We would like... Uh, if you could uh, leave a review for our podcast. It really helps us to get seen by other people. You can find mine and Sarah's books at most online retailers. If you look for Laura Catherine or Sarah Gray, you can find us both on Instagram. I'm at Laura Catherine author and Sarah is at Sarah Gray Write stuff. Uh, next time on our podcast, we are going to be talking about book covers, basically our experiences in getting the book covers we have for our books made we've got a paying making our own we're going to talk all about it that's what's going to happen next time so we just want to say thank you very much for listening to us and we will see you next time bye, bye.